Hey, we're back. It's season two of Four Wins in June. This is our second time going around, and the NBA is starting tomorrow, and we couldn't be more excited. It's the best time of year. We all know it. Uh, all the other sports try and say when they start is, but there's nothing beats NBA open, opening week because you got playoff baseball going at the same time. You got NFL in the thick of it. You got everything going on, and just the cherry on top is the NBA. Yep, and it's a great time in sports, and it's a great time with fall. It's a great uh, time here in Utah, too. It's really beautiful, beautiful. weather. So you can't can't get really much better than this, except if we didn't have midterms in school right now. That's true. That's the only thing holding us back. But the NBA will give us a nice shining hope for, for, uh, sure. for the next like what six seven months at minimum. Like, yeah, I'm so excited. It's, it's going to be a great season. Uh, lots to look forward to. But we have a little bit to, of catching up to do. A uh, lot of catching up to do over the summer. We thought the off season was over when the last recorded, but. Nah. Yeah, I think they, the last time was with uh, Brown. Brown's like, yeah, Jalen Brown's. It's when the schedule dropped, so it's been a while. But we got you with everything. We'll recap a little bit for sure. First of all, we got some exciting news coming out of Milwaukee. They made a massive move. They re-signed Giannis. Yeah, I mean, you have to lock in your your All Star, your centerpiece, right? I guess now they have two All Stars. We'll get into that later. But uh, you have to lock in your centerpiece, and they did that. And that's a lot of money. Three years, $186 million. A but lot of money. I would say it's worth every penny. See, this is the, the one thing I'll say about the money. It's like you can look at it and be like, wow, that's $62 million a year. That's a lot of money. But, like, it's how the NBA is. It's bringing in a ton of money. That's why I never understood people freaking out about Jalen Brown's contract because just the life cycle of the NBA. The NBA makes a ton of money, so it's going to pay the players a ton of money. Like, it's just how it works. Because then players like Giannis are now making just as much as Jalen Brown. For sure. And, like, just as a franchise perspective, like, how much money are you making off of Giannis's name? Oh, like a billion dollars probably. Like, people come to watch Giannis. And so it's just it's just worth it. Like, the amounts are insane because we look at it as, from a fan perspective, or like, wow, you pay $186 million to play basketball. Like, yeah. that seems, like, ridiculous. But, you know. When you're gifted and you're talented, like when you're like seven foot, can run in a, like a four four forty, like yeah. insanely Giannis, it's that's just it's insane. It's just economics, man. Like, come on, he's <laughs> getting a share of the money, you know. Yeah. God, God give him respect. But the reason why he signed the extension was probably like you alluded to, was he got him his co-star, Damian Lillard is a buck. Mm-hmm. Still weird to say. No, it is, and that whole that whole fiasco with. You know, with the Heat, then they get him. There were talks about like the Jazz too. Like there was a random. Yeah, I stand by that. It was just like every every team the felt Jazz like should have got him. They were in it, and it's like, come on, guys. But it was kind of a shocker. Like if you think about it, the Bucks. Like after they announced it, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But before that, there was not really a lot going on with them. No, like the rumors leading up to it were like. Oh, Dame to Miami's getting done. Dame to Miami's getting done. Dame's not budging into Miami. And I kind of felt like one of those things, kind of like hardened to the Nets or hardened to the Sixers, where it's like it kind of feels inevitable. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time in a long time in the NBA where I feel like the inevitable didn't happen. And so I was kind of shocked when I saw Dame to the Bucks. No, yeah, I, and I think everyone was. Um, and I want to go back to like what Giannis said for finding that other star. Like, there were talks about him and Steph, right? But now it's like, you kind of got a, a poor man Steph, but, it, like, not, <laughs> not like, way drastically lower. But The closest you, thing to Steph. You got the closest thing to Steph you could. and Well, besides Payton Pritchard. Yeah, <laughs> besides him. But um, you got the closest thing to Steph you could, and I think that duo is going to work out pretty well. My only concern is the, the depth, though, of mm. course. I think the Celtics have more depth with their roster, but any other team in the East, I think they got it. I, I think the Celtics. I are think their the only Cavs challenge. could give them a good run for their money, just because the Cavs have the size to kind of slow down Giannis, and then Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland can kind of keep up the offense with Damian Lillard. Yeah. The Cavs have a sneaky good roster. None of the people are talking about them. I think. Yeah. But as a a fit between the two, I don't think you could have done much better than pairing Dame with Giannis. No, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all Giannis could ask for because the one flaw in his game was he can't shoot. So when I got a great shooter, mm-hmm. so it does suck. They paid a hefty price, giving up Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen and a couple first round picks. 
And I think the Blazers made up pretty well, flipping um, a couple of Grayson Allen into DeAndre Aiden, and they flipped Nurkic to the Suns as well, which we have to talk about the Suns angle of this whole thing because that's a big switch up, uh, Aiden to Nurkic. For sure. But yeah. I think getting Aiden a young who fits the timetable of Scoot and Anthony Simons and Shane Sharp. He fits that timetable. He can kind of lead those guys as young guys. Um, and it's another center. Instead of getting another guard like Tyler Hero, I think it fits the Portland Trailblazers a lot more. For sure. And it's a it's a new new home for Aiton. And that's what yeah. – And he just looks happy. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've seen the videos of him, like, walking to a practice facility. No, yeah, He has yeah. the biggest smile on his face. He was just so glad to get out of there Yeah, in, in Phoenix. He but, obviously hated Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, as you talk about it, Damian Lillard moved to the Bucks. I think the only thing that they have an issue with is their, their defense, though. Because, like, their guard spot, mm-hmm. like, you had Drew Holiday there, and it's non-existent now. So... You're relying a lot. Damian has to step up. Like, he has to on yeah. the defensive end. I mean, obviously, you have two of the top five defensive player of the year candidates in Giannis and Brook Lopez. Mm-hmm. Like they're two beasts down low, but their perimeter defense is non-existent. Yeah, Giannis he's decent, but Brook Lopez has bricks for feet. Mm-hmm. He's not meeting anyone unless he's at the rim. Yeah, if he's going out to contest, he's getting blown by easily. Yeah, so these small guards who are super shifty, like they're gonna be able to blow past them. And yeah, they're gonna have good two good defensive players in the paint, but then you have to crash, mm-hmm. and the shooters are open. That's why I, I'm saying that's why the Celtics lineup is so deathly against them because, like, everyone can shoot on that team. You just drive and kick, and their defense, mm-hmm. the Bucks' defense, I don't see them stopping that. So that's the only thing that I think will prevent them. I think that they need to get another piece defensively mm-hmm. to replace Drew Holiday, but. Yeah. Um, and Drew Holiday going to the Celtics, they got their Marcus Smart quote player back, right? Like, I what did you? I'm you, you in turned, a hard. Like, let's put it in perspective. But you turned Marcus Smart, yeah. Grant Williams, Rob Williams, and who else was there? Someone else and a bunch of the fillers, like a bunch Colin of the fillers, whatever. Yeah, Mike Muscala for for Holiday and Porzingis. Yeah, right. And oh, you got rid of Brogdon too. You know? Oh, I fetch Brogdon. Yeah. Um, he was being a uh, little immature kid went before he left, yeah. complaining about, oh, well, Marcus left, so now I should start instead of D. White. Or, oh, my gosh, you guys handled my injury wrong. It's just like, grow up, yeah. man. Like, you're a professional. So you, you're so supposed you to turn, be the adult in the room. So you turn those four players into Holiday and Porzingis. Yeah, pretty much. It's a great deal. But what I was going to say is yeah. it puts me in a hard position when you compare Drew to Marcus now. Yeah. Because – Marcus is my guy. Like, I'll defend Marcus till the day I die. Anyone who knows me knows that. Yeah. Like, there's no one, like, more entertaining or get you more excited to watching him basketball than Marcus Smart because he does those hustle plays that get you so excited. Like, yeah, like, there's players out there who shoot better and can dunk and are just better players well, in general. Well, like, more entertaining. Marcus Smart does Marcus Smart things, you yeah. get so hyped. Well, he's like he. I'd say he's the most like entertaining hustle player, right? Yeah. Because it's not like oh, I turn on NBA to watch Marcus Smart. Yeah. No, you're turning no. on you're turning on the Celtics game to watch Tatum. Exactly. But like Marcus Smart can sometimes steal the show. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we have Drew Holiday, it's just like Drew Holiday's my guy now. I have to defend him. Yeah. But it's like, how do I choose between Drew and Marcus? Like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like I have to like deep down, I know I have to. I can't go against Marcus, but like. He's out, Drew Holiday's on my team now. I used to say Marcus Smart is better than Drew Holiday all the time. But now I'm just like, eh, I probably was like. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I was probably just capping a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Holiday fits into anywhere, um, any any team he plays on. And his style is is just, yeah, he's just a plug-in player. Mm-hmm. And he's an, like, he's an all-star. Like Yeah. I think the thing that doesn't get talked about enough with Drew Holiday is like, He's won teammate of the year like three of the last four years. Mm-hmm. So, like, aside from being an all-star, all-defensive player, he's just a good guy. Like, him and his wife do a ton of charitable yeah. work. They, they help the community. They're passionate. They're loving. Like, they're just a good set of people. Yeah. So, that's the type of people I like to cheer for. So, I'm excited to have him in Boston. in Boston. Yeah, that's the people Boston like. So. Yeah. so, yeah, him and his two brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. But just to continue on with some more some more drama is of course we have to bring it up with James Harden um, over the off season. 
him and his uh, best friend Daryl Morey. Turns out, you know, best friends uh, get in fights sometimes and don't become friends anymore. That's kind of what happened. Seems like a little more than a fight. Uh, James Harden's <laughs> been going on a rampage recently. Um, he went to a club. I don't remember. I think it was in like Tokyo or something. And he was calling out Daryl Morey, calling him a liar, saying, I'm never going to play for that man again. And Daryl Morey basically said, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. You're under contract. Like You opted into your contract, so you're on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but Harden has not shown up for practice. I think he was at training camp for like two days. Um, he hasn't shown up for practice in like last week. They got opening night here in two days against uh, – who are they playing? I don't know. I don't know, it's the Sixers. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Um, they got opening night here coming up. I actually think it's the Bucks. I think they get yeah. Dame first. Probably, yeah. Um, but they they got a lot to figure out because if James Harden doesn't show up, then Joel Embiid will start to get upset. And then you have a bad season. You're not going to be a high seed. You'll probably get a sixth seed, get bounced mm-hmm. in the first round again or second round. And then you have a lot more questions than you have answers. So they're yeah. kind of like a ticking time bomb where you have to do something with Harden. For sure, and the amount of money like he'll miss for each game, it's like three hundred k or something like that. They they they, they could legally impose these fines against him. Yeah, that's why he spends at a strip club a night. That's nothing to him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. The only suitors it looks like right now are the Clippers, mm. uh, and they. I've heard that they don't want to give up. Mama, there goes that man. So, <laughs> Terrence Mann may actually be the goat in the Clippers' eyes. Honestly, if I was the Clippers, I would give up Terrence Mann in a heartbeat. But we all know it has to be more than Terrence Mann because salary matching. Yeah. Terrence Mann for James Harden straight up doesn't work. Um, so it would be like Marcus Morris and Amir Coffey and more and picks. Like Coffey. Yeah. So I think inevitably it, he, the deal does get done. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a third team. I mean, honestly, I was I was talking about before the Drew Holiday trade to the Celtics. I thought that would have been the perfect trade. Like, you trade Drew Holiday to the Sixers. The Sixers send Harden to uh, El- the Clippers. And then the Clippers send assets to uh, uh, Portland. Mm-hmm. I thought it would work out great for all sides. And apparently that deal was basically done or some facet of Drew to L.A. But then the Drew L. basically gave the Celtics a chance to match. And they that's when they threw in Rob Williams. Yeah, yeah. And it worked out, so... Um. We'll we'll keep you tuned, posted with uh, the James Harden drama. Uh, just a couple more players to go over. Uh, big one that happened today. Uh, big one is in terms of size is Stephen Adam out out for the season. My guy just seems like he doesn't play anymore. He's kind of whoa like, whoa whoa whoa. He played true. last year, and when he was playing, the Grizzlies were the one seed. No, like yeah, but it's like he doesn't play. You can't put down Steven Adams. Hey, I'm just saying. He's been a beast ever since he got in the league. He No, he's been a beast. He's insane. But it's like he doesn't play when it ma- – like, Steven Adams play, is a basketball purist. He didn't play against the Warriors. Anyone who watches basketball loves to watch no, Steven Adams. I love to watch – I didn't say anything. I just said he doesn't play anymore. He just – there's always something not wrong with him. And it's sad. Like, if, if he was on that team against the Warriors, I mean, we'd have a tough time because he's big. Jason Tatum, I have a ring right now. He's big, yeah. So it's like that's a big blow for it is a big blow. For and the I'm very sad because I love Stephen Adams, yeah, um, and I have invested interest in the Grizzlies this year for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, so I want to see him play good, and it sucks to see Stephen Adams, especially out for the year. Yeah, like that just stinks. We're not gonna be able to see him at all. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, how we were talking about like rivals week, week, and the mm-hmm. Grizzlies are a rival, like to Golden State, like. Hmm. Like, <laughs> I mean, that this year, you guys kind of are still. There's no games. There's no rival games against them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, rivalry sorry, week. We talked about this before. I just thought of that. Kind of yeah. dumb. There's a lot of rivalry week that we're missing. Yeah. Um, it's just whoever the best teams are. That's yeah. the rivals. There's no more rival anymore. I it's, mean, a, maybe, it's between players, not teams. Maybe like Boston and LA, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like. Mm. Oh, that's 100% rivalry. No, it doesn't matter who's on the team. But it's not like the players are like, oh, we're getting ready. Like for, like, oh, yeah. If you're on the Lakers, like, you hate the Celtics. If you're on the Celtics, you fetch and hate the but Lakers. It's, it's not like the Giants and Dodgers in baseball or like the Yankees and, and Red Sox. I say or this. like in football, like the Niners and, and Cowboys or who's another one? Niners, Cowboys. Like uh, Green Bay and Chicago. Like it's not like any of those where it's like I hate. It's more rivalry than Green Bay and Chicago. 
No. That's nowadays? A, no, that's always been a rival. The Even ch- nowadays. Bears are like little puppies. I know. The... They both suck, but they're still rival. Like, they hate each other. Nah, Bears fans. You can't describe the Celtics. No, the Bears fans. Like, I'm just saying. It's not like. I don't know. It's Basketball nah. rivalries aren't a thing anymore. It's just the Celtics best. Celtics-Lakers rivalry is like top five all sports. Maybe. I don't know. You can't argue that. It is. It's, <sighs> and plus, whenever they play, it always is a good game. No, it's a good game. but Because they want to – they hate each other. If you're wearing that purple and gold and you're wearing that Kelly green, okay, you okay. hate each other. Okay. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right, just because you're a part of the new NBA with your Warriors over there. You know, no one really cared about you before Steph. Yeah, now they care. Because now they you win. care. You don't have any real anyway, rivalries because anyway. you're the little brother league for so long. Anyway, speaking of, speaking of the Warriors, I want to give a shout-out. Of course you do. To Andre Iguodala. Finals MVP, four-time winner. He retired. Um, he'll have his number nine in the rafters in Chase Center soon. But my man, he's such a great player, such a great guy too. He loves golf. He loves to, you know, do different things around the league. Just a, he's like a philanthropist. He, you know, he's he's a good guy. Yeah, you stole a couple million from the Warriors these last two years. Well, he's a coach. He's a good coach. I hope he stays in the organization. I, I do see him being having a role. He just like, signed with ESPN. Kind of like Zaza Pachulia at some point. Maybe. Or uh, we'll Leandro see. Barbosa, who's now on the Kings. Nah, we'll see. But um, I think he'll he'll ever – he'll forever be a Warrior. So. Nah, he's a legend. He's a, he's a good guy. I'm excited to see him on ESPN some more because he, he knows ball. We need more people who know he's ball. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be more like the JJ Redick and the or Richard Jefferson and less like Kendrick Perkins. He's he's the type of player that will probably get more money after his career than playing basketball, in my opinion. Just because he's like he does a lot of like business ventures yeah. and stuff like that, and then now with the analyst stuff, yeah, that's but, true. You know, like I think about that sometimes. Like players after they they're done with their careers, like who who could make money? Like obviously LeBron and Steph, but like I don't like KD. Or Kawhi, like I don't know, like their personalities, they're not like. No, Kawhi's going to Alaska. We're yeah. never seeing him again. So it's like those players. It's just interesting what you decide yeah. to do. I don't think KD would ever be an analyst, but like, I guess like he does. Like he's one of the few people KD is that watches the league, and you can tell he's still a fan. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, He'll be a fan. There's very few players in the league. I feel like that will still go other way to talk about the league mm-hmm. outside of his own team with fans. Yeah, yeah. So I think like he'll still be involved in the NBA, but I just don't know if he'll be like an analyst or, or like do have stuff. a podcast or, or like, like that. Yeah, having sponsorship like yeah. Shaq or like Charles Barkley. Like those types of players, yeah. right? They're good and then they they're smart like after. Um but anyway, sorry to go on that rant. We want to talk about the ESPN top 100. This list is always pretty stupid in my opinion because <laughs> after the top 10 it's just like we just i don't know i don't know how they analyze it or anything i feel like who the experts are that make the list like it's just terrible obviously the top 10 is the big talking point it's everywhere it's like oh my top 10 top 10 top 10 but i feel like you should be able to definitively say your top 25 to 50 players like 50 is probably a stretch it's probably closer to 25 um, but like you're right. Once you get down to like a hundred, it's just it's just bad ratings. Like it's so random. You're just throwing players to throw them on there. Like you don't really care. Like you don't care if freaking Franz Wagner is better than Nikola Vucevic. Like no one cares about that matchup. You care about if whether or not Zach Levine is better than James Harden, or whether or not Giannis Antetokounmpo is better than Nikola Jokic. Which Giannis uh, ESPN thinks Giannis is better, which I think is absolutely insane i don't think anyone in the right mind could not have nicole Jokic as the number one player in the league right now yeah no yeah i mean because it's obviously him and Giannis, but you have to give it to him because he just won yeah and Giannis got embarrassed in the first round mm-hmm. and Jokic dominated the team that embarrassed him yeah like how do you put Giannis in front of Jokic? i just think it's crazy mm-hmm. but it's it's just like yeah. There's some of these lists like, I I mean I'll just say like for the Warriors like Draymond Green, he's number fifty five. Josh Giddy's above him, Franz Wagner, Aaron Gordon, like come on, 
Yeah, it's uh, once you get past fifty, it's just kind of dumb. It's just yeah. So it's like it's they, just names that thrown in a hat and you pull it out. Exactly. So it's like, what are we talking about? And then there there was something I saw that Pat Bev said. It's like they had Paulo Bancaro and someone else from Frank the Magic. Wagner. Yeah, it's like you're on the top fifty, like you should make the playoffs or something That's like kinda, that. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, but right? it's kind of a dumb statement. I mean, yeah. I mean, think about. It. There's thirty teams in the league. Yeah. Like I if you're getting sorry, usage, I thought it was higher than fifty. No, it's fifty. But yeah, like the thirty teams in the league, yeah. no, depending yeah. on usage, you're more likely to have two guys that are up there. So yeah. it's not surprising the match you have two guys. Mm-hmm. Like and only sixteen teams make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the one that you get mad about is the Derek White one. That's so dumb. Top a hundred, he doesn't even make it. The fact that they included a little note too, saying, "Yeah, we're probably wrong." Like we probably messed up not having Derek White. It's yeah. just like they probably they just forgot. They, yeah, it's all garbage. Idiots. It's all garbage. That wouldn't happen if we were there. Facts. Anyway, but um, you know what else is garbage? <laughs> yeah. We forgot to mention. Talk about this. It's the Miami Heat, the ultimate losers of the off season. That's true. Because they what went wrong? What happened in the Miami Heat? Because they lost. What's this bucket? They uh, were lukewarm on Bradley Beal because they're like, oh, what if Dame requests out? We want Dame over Yeah, Bradley but they Beal. lost Struess. They lost Struess. They lost Gabe Vincent. Or no, they kept Martin. They kept Martin. They lost Gabe Vincent. Vincent was the one. To the lost. Lakers. Struess went to the Cavs. Yeah. Um, and then they lost um, a couple other guys. Uh, pretty much no names. But they, draft, they, they drafted Hawkes, right? Oh boy, the twenty eighth pick in the draft. I mean, he'll he'll be good just because he's like a four year college guy, so he'll be ready. Like he's four year college guys are like usually NBA ready. Yeah, but everyone's hyping him up like he was a top ten pick. No, no like he's not top ten, but like he fills those roles that the yeah remember, I don't know undrafted the undrafted like, Heat. You look at what the Heat were trying to do this offseason. Yeah. Bradley Beal he went out and said recently, "I wanted to be in Miami," and Miami said, eh, "No, we're good. We're past. Yeah, we're in for Dame." Uh, they wanted Kristaps Porzingis, and they're like, "Yeah, like we'll wait for Dame." Then they wanted, then uh, they finally got their opportunity. Like Dame t- is available, mm-hmm. and then yeah, Dame no. and them fetch it up, and they piss off uh, Cronin over in Portland, and all of a sudden he's in your conference rival, mm-hmm. and then you have a chance to go get Drew Holiday, and you fetch that up as well. Yeah, and then Drew Holiday goes to the Celtics, another one of your conference rivals, and then Jimmy Butler becomes emo. And then Jimmy Butler becomes emo. <laughs> and just everything is just going wrong for the Heat. Uh-huh. You got Pat Riley today saying, we never once considered trading Tyler Hero. It's like, you've been trying to trade Tyler Hero for the last three years, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just lying to the media right now, Pat Riley. Yeah. So, just love dancing on the grave of Heat fans. I, I'm guaranteeing this won't come to bite me in the butt. But they had the worst offseason in the league, and I love to see it. Yeah. Yeah, you better hope it doesn't bite you in the butt. It won't. But that he fa- team puts no fear into me. Yeah, <laughs> that's really probably what you said last year when you wanted them instead of the Bucks when the Bucks got out. Nah, first round. But no fear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. No fear. But uh, anyway, continue with that with the uh, rings and stuff. Uh, the the Nuggets will have their championship ring tomorrow. Uh, ring night, baby. They play the Lakers, and they're. LeBron and AD is, have talked a whole bunch about being petty because they got swept. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, of course you're going to trash talk. Like, wouldn't you do the same thing, LeBron? Like, yeah. sweeping them? You, I mean, I guarantee you someone on the Lakers would say something that we swept the Nuggets and they would, you know, put something out on social media. So it's like another classic story of LeBaby, whatever you want to call him, any L-E in front of something. <laughs> You can say La Mickey, La Mickey, La Whiny. Yeah. I don't know. Lay GM, Lay yeah. Coach. <laughs> so yeah. I think tomorrow, like, yeah, I think the Nuggets That'd will be good for the down. Nuggets. I mean, first championship, first banner. Yeah. They get the first ring. I feel like they probably could have done a little bit better job designing the ring. Yeah. Um, it's a little basic. But, you know, it's not bad. I, I like a little simple. before that were insane. It was sick when you, like, turned over the thing. And it showed you how many rings you had on it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty sick, you know, when you win a couple. But anyway. But, like, I feel like most rings are, like, covered in diamonds and look super cool and, like, dripped out. And, like, theirs is kind of just, like, colorful. Which I like the color, but, like, I feel like they could have done a little better. 
But it's still cool. Happy yeah. for Denver. Happy for them for Jokic to get his ring. It'll be funny to see. And Jamal Murray will be stoked. Darren Gordon, and Michael Porter Jr. They really have the same team except Bruce Brown. Yeah, KCP. So, yeah, it'll be a, a fun uh, ceremony to watch tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, can't can't wait for it. It's going to be a good, good night. Mm-hmm. We're going to have fun. Um, but, yeah, then the preseason, uh, we saw that in the in the summer league, a big change from Wemby, I mm-hmm. feel like. Uh, he was insane in the preseason. He was really, really good. Um, obviously, he whooped on you guys. We were Warriors there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like it will take some getting used to. I mean, you see there's clips of the Dallas Mavericks in practice. Their assistant coach has these long like paddles that he's using to simulate shooting over Wemby. So, like, it's just going to take some getting used to, but, like, he's just a freaking nature. Like, yeah. He's going to be insane to watch. It's like KD, but he's seven foot four, four now. So, like, he looks like the adult playing in, like, with his little kid, Reckley. Mm-hmm. Like, the coach just says, like, oh, like, I'll join in on scrimmage. He makes everyone look normal size. Yeah. Like, he's dribbling between Reggie Bullock's legs. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's insane what Wemby's able to do. Yeah. So, Absolutely insane. I think he's living up, he'll live up to the hype for sure. If he stays healthy, that's the only thing. Like, you can't knock any part of his game right now, like, as a rookie. Well, I think he will, but, like, I don't think we're going to see him play all 82 games or anywhere close. Yeah. He's going to set out a bunch of games because the Spurs are going to be ultra cautious. There's no point in running him into the ground with that roster because the roster no, it's outside not. of Wemby yeah. kind of sucks. But if they, if, you, if they got one more star, like, if it's, like, a Giannis and Dame thing, but, like, Wemby and some other guard shooter, like, they're going to the playoffs. I don't even know if you need a guard shooter. Like, I don't know what kind of star you need to put next you to You just him. put any star, honestly. Like, like, <laughs> maybe you put a big man. Maybe you put, like, Embiid with him. You could put anyone. Like, yeah. he, he does everything. Like, yeah. he has no flaws. Yeah. It's insane. Um, maybe you can use him to complement other stars' flaws. Yeah. So, but it's... Wemby's going to be must-see TV whenever you can watch him. So make sure to watch a, a couple of the Spurs games whenever he's playing. Yeah, yeah. But is there anyone else in uh, preseason that stuck out to you? Uh, Jonathan Kaminga. I have to say, the cum bucket himself. The cum bucket. They got rid of Rudy Gay, and they got rid of Rick Magruder. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously like, you know, they're. I think they're going all in now. Like, Kerr needs to play him more. He's proven... I mean, he he's proven himself before, mm-hmm. just with the small minutes he has. He just needs more playing time, and yeah. I think he got that. He showed that in the preseason. Yeah. I think he was averaging what second or third highest points per game, or yeah. maybe he was leading it at one point. I, I think Desmond Bam was leading it, but so I think he's like second. Yeah, but yeah, like I I think a breakout year is due for him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think the biggest change is obviously having Chris Paul in that bench unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna run with the young guys. Uh, drastic change when he's used to with uh, Jordan Poole. Ball hogging. No offense to the shooting, yeah. Wizards legend over there. But it's just, I feel like it's going to be a huge for Jonathan Kaminga. We kind of saw that already, where he's going to be more natural, be able to find better shots just by nature having a better roster on him. Yeah. yeah. So that that's my um, my standout for the yeah. preseason. I don't know about, what about you? I mean, obviously, got to give a shout-out to Desmond Bain. Absolutely balled out. He's going to need to keep doing that with John Morant suspended. And especially with Stephen Adams, who just went down. So, mm-hmm. um, love Desmond Bain. Uh, still mad that the Celtics traded him draft night. Um, but because he would have been perfect for the Celtics. But he did get paid this offseason as well. He, people forget he got that big contract extension. It was like 180 or 200. Something. It was cool. It was like five years, like 250 or something. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. A lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Max extension for Desmond Bain. So, he's got to play. Up to that level, which I think he will, because yeah. he seems like a, a hard worker. So, no, yeah. But of course, I gotta give my shout out to Payne Pritchard. Absolutely balled out in the preseason. Um, he requested a trade this offseason, and Brad said, "Nah, we'll give you a contract extension though." Yeah. So we got him a good cheap deal. Um, he seemed motivated. He seems excited. He's gonna get some real minutes this year with Brogdon and Marcus Smart being traded. And so I'm just excited to watch. He led the preseason and three pointers made. So he's going to be a shooter. I keep telling Dana, and he's the next Steph Curry. Yeah. So on that same career path, just needs to get struggles his... <laughs> for a little bit, first couple years. Just needs to his a, ankles. Signs a bargain of a deal uh, after his rookie extension. And then, boom, unanimous MVP, Pam Pritchard. 
He's gonna Corey's gonna give me that this whole season. Anytime Pritchard d- makes a three, he'll oh, say 100%. something. The next Steph. <laughs> yeah. Just wait, it's happening. Uh, Buy yeah. your paying Pritchard stock while you can. <laughs> Buy low, sell high. Or <laughs> hopefully maybe I'll short his stock. <laughs> You'll short his stock. Anyway. Um Dang. <laughs> But yeah, those are those are our preseason highlights. The preseason's fun just because it's like you get you too excited for the for the play. The you can see some real season. rotations. Yeah, yeah. I see the what the real teams are going to come together as. Yeah, it's not speculative like anymore. Like for the Warriors, we played the Lakers twice, the Kings twice. It's fun. Like yeah. those games are fun. Um, but let's uh, let's kind of wrap it up here with some two things we have. Yeah. Um, NBA jersey day today. Yeah, which. So. Oddly enough, neither of us wore jerseys. No, I mean, I figured that it would like, be. We're going to wear a jersey tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, we don't want to overload the BYU campus with jerseys. No, yeah. So, we'll wear it tomorrow, NBA. Don't worry. Yeah, that's, a, that's when it should be opening yeah. day. Come on. Exactly. Um, but we wanted to kick it off because with Jersey Day, they revealed all the City Connect jerseys, the City Edition jerseys for the year. And to be honest, off rip, they're all kind of mid. <laughs> Not many of them are very good. But we want to be optimistic. There are some good ones. So we wanted to do a little fun little draft of our favorite NBA jerseys. Um, Over the City Connect, we will put some pictures up on Twitter for you guys to go see if you haven't already um, of what the jerseys look like so you can have some reference. But we're going to start the draft. We're going to go back and forth. Danny, you want to go first? Um, yeah, sure. Let me pull it up because I had it up and they took it away from me. So let me find it. Okay. So right now I'm looking at the first there's so there's two two pictures i'd say the one that catches my eye i don't know i'm going to go with okc ooh i think that one's kind of fire that is a good looking jersey um they got like the logo like faded in the background yeah i nice like orange that. and yellow uh looks like love's truck gas station yeah, yeah. Bit, which is their sponsor, so you know it fits. Yeah, um, not bad pick, not bad pick. Sorry, Although I think yeah. you definitely missed on the best jersey, in my opinion. Okay, I'm a sucker for that Toronto Raptors jersey. See, I saw that one. And it's that just... all gold, the zigzags, the black sides. I think it's clean. It's just too much gold. There's never too much gold, especially like with Toronto. Like it's 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 a Toronto jersey. Which a lot of these jerseys don't fit the organization. Yeah. And I love the way it looks. I love the gold. I think it just looks amazing. For me, if it was if those colors were switched, if the black was all gold and the gold was all black. Yeah, but you look at the city, there's a ton of black jerseys. Yeah. Like this is unique. But that, I mean, I think that'd just be way more sick with it. It's just I don't know. It's just too much gold for me. But I respect I, it. I like it's it. a good it's a good design. I think it's the best jersey so far this year. Maybe if there was like it was, it was like black and gold stripes or something. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. But I, I do respect that one. Uh, okay, so my turn. I am going to go with... I'm going to go with Indy. Ooh. I'm going to go with the Pacers one. That one's kind of fire. Wasn't even on my radar for a pick. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's kind of like new age, but kind of like a kid. Kind of looks like graffiti, kind of. Graffiti, yeah. It's, I think it's... I like the little paint drops on the side. Yeah, and the numbers, like, are in yeah. the corner. It, it's a good one. It's pretty one. nice. I like that. I was on my radar, but it's not a bad jersey. Yeah. Although, I can't believe that you let this fall in the second round. Okay, which one? It's the Utah Jazz. Wait, where's theirs? You got the Purple Mountains oh, coming yeah. back. <laughs> Absolutely okay. iconic. Okay, that one's good. Fire jersey. The Jazz had terrible jersey last year. They still have terrible jerseys, but their City this, Connect jerseys are gonna look fire. Yeah, this one's not as terrible. It's pretty good. It's not the original, but like, I feel like they could have incorporated more of the original colors, like instead of all purple, have some blue in there. Yeah, they probably could have, but I think it's, it's still looks great. It's good. Yeah, I mean, w- once again, we have to preface it like these. None of them are that good. We're not yeah, picking from the cream of the crop. Yeah, <laughs> this is the bottom of the barrel. Uh okay so third round, see this is where it's like, kind of like slim pickings, pick, pick whatever you like. Uh, I just like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Orlando. Oh, that was gonna be my next pick. <laughs> Why not? 
I'm mad. It, I really like Orlando's. It, it's nice. Like, it's got little faint pinstripes in the yeah, back. Yeah, it's basic. It has the a little star, star magic. Right. It's clean. It it's screams good. Orlando. It's good. It's exciting. It's going to look great on the on Palabank Hero. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that jersey. Great pick. Um, Dang, that throws me off. Sorry. I, I, yeah, I just saw that one. Um, I think my next pick, this may come as a surprise. I think I have to go with the Charlotte jersey. The sure. Buzz City. You just like these colors, huh? You I like unique like jerseys. Colors, I like jerseys that pop. And, like, it. it's the Hornets color. It's a cool catchphrase for the city. That cool, like, green sides. It just looks cool. I really like it. It's a lot better than the CLT they had for the yeah. airport. Like, a lot on. more appropriate. Um, yeah, what, what were uh, Charlotte and, and Portland doing? Come on, like, PDX I mean, if you look at what the players are doing off the court. Come on, man. Like, Kai Jones and Miles Bridges. We all, we all know what they're doing in our organization. We're not freaking airports. Come yeah. on. <laughs> uh, that, that, yeah, I respect that one. Um, let's see. Uh, I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hate the, saying this, but I I think I'll go with the Clippers one. Oh, the Clippers! I like the Clippers. It's just because the eye got a little basketball. Yeah, for the eye, that's a clean. I just like the clean, like it's simple. Like you don't have to do too much to make a nice jersey. Yeah, exactly. They gotta they gotta go simple but easy, and then have something unique as well. Yeah, you can't go too simple like the Jazz. No. All right, that puts me in a hard position. Um, I think I have to do it. I think I have to go to the Celtics next. Yeah, I I like the cream color. I like the little hardwood on the sides, the interlocking pattern. The font's cool. It's classic. It's nothing over the top crazy, but it's a cool jersey. Mm-hmm. I, I like that one. I mean, it. I feel like the Celtics always do a good job of staying classy, but trying to make it new. Yeah. Um, for my last pick. Uh, I'll go with Minnesota. Why not? Ooh, the Lake jersey. I think it's it's cool. It's it's different. It is cool. When I first saw this jersey, I didn't know what it was. I low-key thought it was another flower like Golden State had last year. Yeah. Like, apparently it's the top of the lake, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of hard to see. But It's like icy or something. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's a good-looking jersey. Yeah. Um, definitely top of the... And the group land of the ten thousand lakes on the side that right? is clean, That's yeah, cool. That's a good jersey. Um, for the last pick, I honestly don't know how this one slipped to t- the tenth pick. It's a classic. It's a throwback to its old uh, Rochester Royals uh, uniform, the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I. It's red, white, and blue. It's simple. It's a little throwback. I think it's just clean and compared to the. Other kind of garbage that we got yeah. <laughs> this year. I I think it's a great jersey. Uh, I think the Kings are gonna look really good wearing it. I I like that one too. It's for me. It's just yeah. The, they're throwing back, but you think of the Kings and they're purple. But yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. It, it looks good though. I will say we have to talk about the Warriors one. Um, what <laughs> like did they just forget on the front? Like I'm telling you, it looks like someone had a little too much to drink. Yeah, and like they said. Yeah, San Francisco. Uh, yeah, like you're trailing off you know, the little lines. So I, I, I can't wait for them to explain what it is because, like, they have to. Who knows? And I was, like, I was like telling Corey, I was like, maybe it's, like, Lombard Street because it's, like, curvy and they're trying to do something curvy because I know that the back of it. But it's not even really curvy. Like, I know that they're trying to do the cable car because on the back it has, like, like. Yeah, the cable car, I see that on the sides. Yeah, and the sides is cool, but it's, like, if you just had it. A normal font. Like a semi-circle San Francisco. It would look so clean. Yeah, exactly. Um, another bad one I have to point out is, I'm sorry for all my friends back home, but it is the, the Wizards. I don't know how you go from the Cherry Blossoms, oh. perfect jersey, to whatever this is. Theirs is awful. It looks like the top is rusting, and it looks like it's out of like Game of Thrones or Game of Zones, not actual NBA jersey. Like... I just don't know what it's supposed to be. I'm from DC, and like it just makes no sense. It's like are they? Yeah, they're going back to the Stone Age. Or, it just uh, I don't it, know. it just doesn't look like a real jersey. Yeah, 
It just looks bad. They're trying to get all the people. What are they? The sword fighters? The Renaissance yeah, men? Yeah, the Renaissance. Like, they're not watching the NBA. They go to the, what are those things called? The Renaissance the fairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I oh guess gosh. that's the, the target demographic, but. For real. Doesn't make any sense to me, man. Also, I need to hate on the Philadelphia one. We don't care if you're the city of brotherly love. Like, come on. Like, that's awful. Do you see that? Yeah, it's bad, but it's not as bad as other ones. It's That's true. That's why I haven't said anything. It's true, but it's like <laughs> at least the other <laughs> at least the other ones are trying. This is just like like your team. Yeah. Look at brotherly. The brotherlies. <laughs> Tony Brothers, baby. <laughs> yeah, and then you got Atlanta, who's literally just Times New Roman, ATL. Like not even yeah. caps, just yeah. lowercase. <laughs> Time. Lowercase times the Old Roman. 12 font. Like, double spaced. It, <laughs> MLA format. <laughs> whoever designed these are just. Some of them are so bad. an essay on those jerseys. Chicago looks like the gym class jerseys. You can smell down the hall. Oh my god. Like, yeah. They're basic. And the Nets always have some school, like little girl or boy doing them. Yeah, like weird art splots. I don't know. I will give it H Town. That's kind of cool. Like cursive. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of bad jerseys this year, sadly. Denver's is kind of terrible. It's like, what number are you? Are you 5280 <laughs> or are you 50? Uh, like, It's know. not a bad jersey, but it's just the fact that they won a championship this year. Yeah, and it's like that's And you're coming out with that. That's like, it? It's like you don't even – like they could do so much better. At least throw out the one like with the pitchforks or whatever. Yeah. With the, the mountain. Yeah, I don't know. There's Whoever's designing these jerseys, Nike – you need to just go look on Twitter. Yeah. There's tons of artists designing fantastic jerseys. Just just do a thing like, hey, we're doing Warriors a Warriors jerseys content. Send in your things. Yeah, Send in your so ideas. much easier. Yeah. Free. Whoever wins gets a free jersey. season tickets or something. Yeah, there's free jerseys or I don't, I don't know. know. It'd be so much free easier. Free signed jersey from your favorite player. That I, would go crazy, actually. Yeah. Anyway, those are the jerseys. Be be on your uh, on the lookout for them. You'll if see you how terrible they dare are. Dare to buy one. Yeah. Um, but finally, let's get into the predictions for our NBA awards. Yes. I like to do it. I like to do it like at the beginning and then like mm-hmm. halfway through the season, yeah. like All Star break. But last year, the MVP was Embiid. Quote unquote. Yeah. Um, this not, year, any MVP does not sign with Skechers. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. True. Um, this year, I'll let you go first. Who do you think your pick is? You already know who my pick is. I know. He's the fourth best longest <laughs> odds. It's Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's going to blow out the competition and get the one seed by far on the best team in the league, and you're going to give him the MVP. It's going to happen. Okay, okay. Um, for me, I think my MVP is going to be uh, SGA. Whoa. I did not expect that out of your mouth. Yeah. I thought for sure you're gonna say your homeboy Luka Doncic. I was thinking Luka, but every year I like think it's gonna be him. But I don't think like I, don't, I feel like the Thunder have a better team. So like, but the Thunder aren't gonna be a top four seed. They they won't. Uh, they kind of need to be a top four seed to be MVP. They, they could be. We saw the Kings last year, and we didn't think they were gonna be top three. It's true, but there's too many good teams out west. But who says that they can't be one of them? It's true. I don't know. I just don't think so. I mean, it's a it's a real long shot. Yeah, this is, that was what I was going for because I always like I'm always like Luca or yeah like Durant, Jokic, LeBron, yeah, someone that's gonna win. Yeah, Giannis. so one of the basic picks. I'm gonna go for that because he scored 30 points. I don't think he. I mean, I think he can do it again, and the Nuggets will be better than last year. So no, that's respectable. Or sorry, the Thunder will do better. Wow, maybe I'm a Thunder fan now because I picked them and then I picked their jersey first too. Do a little search in your browser history. (laughs) See the uh, Thunder highlights. (laughs) Um, The second one is we'll just do the scoring title. Who's averaged the most points this year? Um, I'll go first on this one. I think it's going to be Giannis this year. See, I don't think so. I think Giannis points per game will take a little dip. I don't think he's going to lead the league, the league in scoring. Honestly, you want a hot take? Yeah, sure. I think it's going to be Steph Curry. Steph? I think Steph wins the scoring title. 
I think Chris Paul opens the space for him. He's going to get better looks than he did last year, and I think he's going to average a cool, like, 32. Yeah, I can see that. I'd like that. That I means he'd be in the MVP conversation, too. If so the I'd Warriors like are top four seed, probably. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Thanks Thanks for giving him some love. You're welcome. Yeah. I hate I Steph I didn't Curry. have to do it. I hate Steph Curry. You know? <laughs> um, Trying to be unique. <laughs> uh, Depoy, Defensive Player of the Year. You know, I could just be a basic – uh, Celtics fan be like, oh, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Uh, but I won't for now. But if he is playing good defense halfway through the season, <laughs> I will be that basic Watch Celtics out. fan. Um, but no, I think, honestly, I'm a big fan of Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, I'm going to run back. I think he gets back-to-back. I think he's a beast, especially if Steven Adams out. He's going to get more rebounds. They're going to need him to fill in that role and take him more load defensively. And I think he's going to go back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah, he could. Um... I'll pick, I'll pick Brooke Lopez. Why not? Old man Brooke. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> he was there last year. Maybe he maybe he'll do it again. Um, sixth man of the year. It's a hard one. That's a tough. Because who is a sixth man? We don't really know. Like, you can. I mean, Brogdon's gonna be a sixth man again. Sixth man. Um, probably quickly he's gonna be in that conversation. Yeah, quickly. But like. I feel like no, it's hard because last year was pretty obvious. Like, oh, the Celtics trade for Brogdon. He's going to come off the bench. Like, yeah. No doubt he's going to win sixth man of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this Maybe year Chris it's going to be harder. If, unless he Does starts. He come off the bench? Yeah. Or if he comes be... off the bench, that could be a good shout. Actually, I'll save my – yeah, I'll save my most improved for that one. But, um, um, I would say for sixth man of the year, hmm. That's I'll hard. say quickly. I'll do it. I'll That's say. lame. I'll say it. Emmanuel quickly. Um, hmm. I should have thought as well as before. Um, you know what? I'm going to go unique a little bit. I'm going to go Ben Simmons. Okay. Ben Simmons gets a revival of his career. He comes off the bench. He averages 10, 7, and 7, and yeah. he wins six man of the year. Okay. That's respect. Out of nowhere. Out of the field. Let's yeah, go yeah. Ben Simmons. There you go. He's putting the work. I've seen it. Yeah, he's he's playing well in preseason. I saw a shot. It's a little yeah. better. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. It's just all in his head for him. Yeah. That's it. If he just lets everything go and plays ball, like he's a he, he was an all star before. Yeah, exactly. Um another wait. What about uh what's his name? Because I just thought of Simmons. Fultz. Marco Fultz could be a good shout. I mean, it's all about whether or not he starts, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see him and Jalen Sugg starting. I could see him and Cole Anthony starting. It's just depending I just on thought him. of that. Or Anthony Black. Player, players who have fallen off that could come back. Anthony Black could be a good shout. Yeah. And all, down Orlando, the rookie. Mm-hmm. Or you get um, Benedict Matherin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Indianapolis. Who knows? There's got a couple yeah. good options. Nemhard, or is that his name? Yeah, Nemhard. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then finally, most improved. I already have mine, so I'll just say it. it's Kaminga. I think, I think he's gonna do it. That's a good pick. Again, I could be a basic homer like you and pick a Celtic and like Payne Pritchard. Yeah, um, I could easily do that but, but because like Payne Pritchard's gonna be on the rise. Mine's not a he's home, gonna get like, some real mine's minutes. Not a homer one. Mine's like actually like he's on the list. Okay. It's not out of left field. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's on the list of most of Okay. Yeah, but if he was on the Warriors, would you pick him? Probably not. But exactly. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. But it's not um, like Pray- if you pick Pray- Peyton Pritchard, he's not even on the list. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to stick in Brooklyn. I'm going to go Macau Bridges. I think he's most got improved. most improved player. That's kind of what they like to do is when there's like a rising star and then they take that leap in the stardom. That's true. I think yeah. Macau Bridges is going to take that leap. He started taking it last year, and then they're going to – where his stats started to peak up, and now they're going to take a leap, and they're going to give it to him. Yeah, that's true. It's either him or a good Jordan Poole. Because then Washington. they give the, – oh, didn't they give Ja Morant? Yeah, they yeah. gave Ja Morant. See, they gave probably, Laurie Markkinen last year. Yeah. So I feel like – It'll be an Mikhail all-star. Bridges fits yep. that kind of role. I forgot that's how they do it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so him or Jordan Poole probably. Yep. But, uh, yeah, lots of things to look forward to. We'll come back to that. We'll – uh, we'll uh, take note of our picks and come back to it at yeah. mid-season and see 
how they're shaping out. Exactly. But uh, we're getting back into our bets. Yeah, season two, we're back in it. We're set fresh record. Uh, I won last season, but Dana came up hot at the end. So I did. I kind of got the hang of it. Yeah, kind of got the hang of it. So we're at the. I have to get my lead back up again. Yeah, yeah. You're the commanding lead to kind of just coast the rest of the season. Um, but we only got two games, so most likely ends in a draw. But we'll see what happens. We got Lakers at Nuggets. Again, the ring ceremony. going to be a great game. Nuggets are favored four and a half points. I get first pick after we won. And obviously, I'm going to take my boys. Take my boy, Nikola Jokic. I'm going to take the Nuggets. Season two, same thing. Don't bet against Nuggets, right? Yep, I would take them too, so... Good pick. I remember what happened last year on the ring night to the Lakers. They absolutely got molly whopped. So I think the same thing is in for them. When they were talking all that crap too last year, because they're like, I, Anthony Davis was like, I love ruining ring nights. And it's like, what? You don't even do anything on ring nights. <laughs> you, you play your first game and then you're out all the rest of the season. Yep, exactly. um, 82 games. <laughs> not happened in AD. I'm sorry. But hopefully we get Anthony Davis a good game, so it'll be at least close. Yeah. Um, Nuggets win by five points. It'll be pretty lit. Um, but I wonder what you're going to pick for the next game. We got Suns at Warriors. The Suns are favored on the road. One and a half points. Yeah. The new big three is their first game. Big three with one ball. Yep. That's the same. It, I, I commented on. I don't. I think Corey liked it. My my Instagram. They were like, "What do we think of the book?" Or like Booker or Beal and the Suns. And I was like, "Your 2023, 2024 Brooklyn Nets." Um, so it's the same kind of thing. I think the. I mean, I'm not gonna not pick the Warriors, and they're only one and a half favorited the Suns. So. You come get on. bonus points picking the Warriors. Like you're, you're coming at Chase Center. Do you not know? Like, come on, Vegas, update your odds. Yeah, <laughs> shocker. Um, if the Warriors were on the road, then it would be the Suns like favored at eleven and a half. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the Warriors cruise on that one. Um, but should be a good opening night tomorrow. We have the Western Conference. Um, yeah, Eastern Conference is getting disrespected. Still kind of pissed off. Are they on Wednesday? Yeah, they're on Wednesday. So they went a whole day. I know. I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> but we'll get, we'll do an episode after that. It's okay. When we're raising Larry O'Brien, that's all matters. Uh, <laughs> this is the year. They always say it. They're we'll raise Larry year. O'Brien. You'll raise the jersey and the Raptors Reggie. Always next year. <laughs> that's true. At least one of us will be raising something in the Raptors for sure. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But... Uh, we're so glad that we're back here. We're so excited for the next season. Uh, take you on this little journey with us and look forward to hearing some some more from us as the season goes on. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a good season. Uh, let's go Celtics, baby. Let's go Warriors. Let's go. Anyway, that's going to do it for us on Four Wins in June. We'll see you next time.